My brothers and sisters in the Lord, at the end of the gospel, Jesus says, this is what I command, love one another. Our readings today focus on that virtue of charity, the virtue of love. And so this morning, I want to reflect with you a little bit about love, but first I want to tell you a little story, a little love story. It's about a man by the name of Moses Mendelssohn. And Moses Mendelssohn was the great-grandfather of the great German composer, Felix Mendelssohn. And so Moses was a businessman. And one day he was traveling through Austria or the Austrian Empire, and he ended up in the city of Hungary, excuse me, the city of Hamburg. And when he ended up there, he was meeting with a local merchant. And during the course of the meeting, he noticed that the local merchant had a very lovely daughter. And Moses very quickly fell in love. Now, one thing to remember about Moses is that Moses was born with a birth defect. He had a very serious and very large hump in his back. And even when he was a little child and as he grew up, the hump progressively got worse, so he was pretty much almost always hunched over. And so during this conversation with this young woman, certainly she was sort of put off by Moses, let's just say. And so as time went on, during that week that he was staying there in the city, on the final day as he was preparing to depart, he went to see the merchant, and he went to tell the merchant's daughter goodbye. And as the two were conversing, Moses asked the daughter a question of the merchant. He said to her, do you believe that marriages are made in heaven? And the young girl said, oh yes, I believe that. Do you believe that? And Moses said, oh yes, I believe that. I believe that when a little boy is born or a little girl is born, the Lord says that little boy is going to marry that little girl. He said, but when I was born, the Lord said that little boy is going to marry that little girl, but at last she is going to have a terrible hump in her back. To which I responded, no Lord, give me the hump and allow her to be beautiful. Well, that was the conversation, my friends, that broke the ice, and they were married a short time later. I want to come back to that little story in a moment, but this morning as we speak about this virtue of love or charity, I want us to look at three very simple but profound questions. The first is this, what is love? What is love? And when we think about what is love, the question that goes along with it is, where does that love come from? Where does that love come from? There are many individuals today that will say something like, well, you know, it's just part of the human psyche, and as you get older, you learn how to love, and it's just always there. But where does really love come from? Certainly, my friends, let's take the example of little babies. They are adorable, they're very cute, but are they just bursting with the true meaning and spirit of love? 
I don't know. Seems to me that if they were bursting with the true spirit of love, they wouldn't wake you up at four in the morning. Then, amen. You see, my friends, when it comes to a child, especially a baby, a child and a baby is very self-centered. And that's not a bad thing. They have needs, and their needs need to be met, and they cannot meet their own needs. And so they need someone to meet those needs. And the individual who meets those needs, they learn to recognize and they learn to love. I give you that example because it's the example that C.S. Lewis uses when he distinguishes between two types of love. And Lewis speaks about what he calls need love and what he calls gift love. He says, need love is love that is born out of emptiness. Need love is born out of emptiness. So because we are empty, because we need something, we're looking for someone to fill that need. And to be honest, we don't really care about the consequences to the other individual. We're very self-centered. It's about our need and seeing that our need is fulfilled. That's what need love is. And he compares that need love to what he would call gift love. And gift love, my brothers and sisters, is not born out of emptiness, but gift love is born out of fullness. Gift love is because we desire the good of the other individual. We desire the good of the other person. It's not that something is lacking in us, but we are loving out of our fullness for the good of the other, the good of the beloved. Lewis will go on to say that many times when people say, I love you, what they really should be saying is, I need you. Because oftentimes in our human condition, in our sinful human condition, that love is based upon, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. I need you to fulfill me. But true love, agape, is gift love. It is born out of our fullness. So where does this love come from? Where does it come from? We look at our second reading from the first letter of St. John right in the beginning. Beloved, let us love one another because love is of God. Where does it come from? It comes from God. It is a gift of God. And certainly, my brothers and sisters, we strive and we struggle to live out that gift. We strive and we struggle to perfect that virtue but it is a gift from the Lord. Because how does God love us? He loves us by gift love. God doesn't need anything from us. God has completed himself. There is no emptiness in God. But he loves us out of pure gift. And that's how we are called to love. So where does love come from? It comes from God. What begs the question then, what does love look like? What does love look like? We look back at our readings once again in our second reading. In this way, the love of God was revealed to us. God sent his only son into the world so that we might have life through him. What does love look like? 
It looks like Jesus hanging on the cross. That's what love looks like. That is a pure gift. What does love look like? It's like that little story that I told right in the beginning. When Moses Mendelssohn said, give the hump to be and let her be beautiful. It's about pure gift, the love for the other. It's like the story of the young man who was in the military and was going off to war. And about a week before he left, he asked his fiancée to marry him. And she agreed, and she said yes, and she was so happy. And they agreed that when he returned back from war in about a year from his duty, they would be married. Unfortunately, not long after he was deployed, the young woman was in a terrible car accident. And because of the accident, she had brain damage. And the part of her brain that was damaged was the part of the brain that controlled muscle movement. Specifically, the muscles in her face. And so half of her face was just sort of sluggish and hanging to the side. And she was so distraught that she knew that this young man was not going to love her anymore. She called off the wedding. She didn't want to see him. He wrote her several letters. She wouldn't respond. He telephoned several times. She wouldn't take his call until one day she was in her bedroom and her mother came in and said that the young man was home from his deployment and she said, I don't want to see him. Tell him to go away. And the mother simply handed her an invitation and said to her, he's getting married. Well, her heart like the sank. She still loved him. And so she opened the invitation to see who he was going to marry. And of course, in there was his name and her name. And after that, he walks in the room, kneels down, and asks her again to marry him. You see, my brothers and sisters, that is gift love for the beloved. That's what it looks like. It looks like Jesus hanging there on the cross for you and for me. Where does love come from? It comes from God. What does it look like? It looks like Jesus hanging on the cross for the forgiveness of sins so that we could be reconciled with God. And then what does love require of us? We go back to Jesus' words in the gospel today. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friend. What does love look like, my friends? What does it require of us? It requires of us that we move from need love, just satisfying our own needs, to gift love, making a pure gift of ourselves to the other. And the other, my brothers and sisters, is whoever we may cross paths this day, whoever God puts in our life this day or the next day. It means those who are easy to love and those who are difficult to love. That's what it requires of us. My friends, the command goes up. This I command you, love one another. My friends, how well do we hear that command? And how well do we follow in the footsteps of Jesus, who went all the way to Calvary, to the cross, out of love 
for you and for me.